Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Random Gamers Corner. I'm your host, Alejandro, and I just want to do a quick talk on Easter, or whenever you listen to this day, whenever you listen to this recording. So, hello. Just a new quick episode, a pretty quick one. This is pretty much me sharing my thoughts and stuff. It's pretty much all that. Uh, Fire M3 Hopes, uh, Fire Island Warriors 3 Hopes so far. Considering we got a new trailer, a much better one, where we actually see a lot more stuff going on than before, and a lot more, um, a lot, a lot of spotlight on what the story may fold into. But first off, yes, I, I am not joined by Mason and Nathan because, well, today is Easter, and I just wanted to give them, like, you know, give them the space, like, they need to, like, help celebrate their family and such, like, you know, just relax. I'm just doing this because, well, I just can't hold it any longer how much excited I am to, you know, talk about this game right now. Because, again, it's Fire Emblem. And we're getting, it's not like a sequel sequel, but more like a weird alternate timeline kind of sequel take, whatever you want to call it, on on Three Houses. And, yeah. So, may we begin on this. So, from the trailers, what we know so far is that we got new looks of the dude with a new beard. And no scars. Good for him. Good for him. Dimitri with both eyes no longer having, you know, at least one eye, you know, slashed out. But hey, at least the lion emblem on his chest sort of sort of has an eye patch kind of thing going on. So I guess they're tra- trying to do a reference to that, which is pretty cool. Held his brother uh, was like seen briefly in the trailer as well. So that was pretty cool. So finally, we had to see like what the big deal is about, you know, her brother, like, being the supposed pretty strong guy to be doing his own um, thing while, you know, Violet is teaching everybody at the monastery. Then you got people going crazy over Mercedes' new hairstyle, and, you know, as Mercedes fans do, they'll just eat it all up. But a little interesting uh, thing to see, we see Monica before she became Kranya, and for all we know, this is probably Monica before she became Kranya. Like, those is Litter in the Dark um, didn't get her. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't played Three Houses. Like, this is, your, this is just your one warning before I, real, before I really go into this more. But, yeah, three, two, one. If you haven't, um, get off this recording and play the game and then come back to this recording, then, all right, then you know what you're going getting into. But, yeah, if we are in this timeline where... Monica didn't get, you know, messed around with or get tested on by those litter in the dark, then now we could deal with a normal person that we don't have to worry about betraying us. But I got something to say about that later on. Now, other than people's new look, so at least some students, because we haven't seen, like, the whole roster. We don't know who's all confirmed, but I have a good feeling that most of them should be insiders still, or at least more than half, at least. That, that should be more than enough, but hey. The roster for a Final Warriors game could be pretty high. I mean, looking back at the original Final Warriors game, you got the you got all the DLC units, but it was still a good amount. Still, so pretty reasonable. All right. Now, what's the cool thing is that from what we see in the latest trailer is Byleth seems to be the Ashen Demon version of, of themselves, being this person that seems like very unemotional. No holds bar, kind of like mercenary type that we've heard tales about, but never seen ourselves because, well, we pretty much controlled Byleth when 
they started to, I mean, they started to hear um, Soldis. And if you didn't, if you forgot who that is, Soldis is pretty much like the goddess that lives inside Violet because of being their, pretty much like a heart transplant kind of thing. But yeah, so now we have Violet as the action demon. And now he's there. You know, I'm just going to refer to him as he, like, because I prefer male Violet more. So here we go. He seems to be the villain for the story now, at least for now. We don't know if that's going to be like, so um, supposedly the whole thing, like the whole story that he's going to be the evil dude that we had to defeat in the end. Well, there, I don't know. There's going to be more. Let maybe when we finally get our hands on the game, we can figure that, uh, find that out. Oh, but since we have a new villain and we cannot, we cannot play as Myleth for the time being. We do have a new protagonist named Shez, S-H-E-Z, and I did not love, like the name whatsoever. I expressed that on Twitter, and some people were trying to say, like, hey, it's no better than, no better than Bi-Lev, I mean, because it's supposed to be B-Lev, and that it also has a meaning behind it, but I'm just thinking Bi-Lev rolls off the tongue a lot more better than Shez. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but it's, that's just how I feel. And I really don't like the look of them. Like that very bright purple with the bright orange mixed with uh, mixed with their outfit. It's just, I don't know. It, it just doesn't look appealing. Like there, I rather be. I'm as soon as I'm able to control more characters, I'm definitely gonna be maining, maining them more than Shez. Because again, like there, there are um, their wear. I mean, well, their fit as the kids call it these days. Their hairstyle and everything else about them is just kind of like unappealing to me. I really could care less about Shaz. Sadly, I, I don't know. Maybe to maybe I gotta play the game to like maybe like their characters. Maybe start liking them. I, I don't know. But yeah, Shaz, as we um as we learned so far, is a mercenary that got their ass killed by Byleth and has been training for like a year now for revenge. However, it looks like Shaz meets the students before Byleth does, and will be supposedly teaming up. With them to take on Byleth and Gerald. Yeah, Gerald will be in this game. So, who knows? Maybe we can finally get to hopefully play as him. And who knows? If once I get into my, oh, what if, I mean, my guesses on how the story could be, we can also play as him. But again, for now, we'll just have to save that talk for a little bit more. As mentioned before, Kranya is now Monica, which means those that are in the dark haven't gotten to her in this timeline yet and can play a fact, uh, factor later on in the game, meaning those that are in the dark probably are probably weaker in this timeline as they haven't like really made their dark girl alternative motives other than, you know, like torturing the hell out of Elagard and uh, giving her those two crests just like they did to Lysithia. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, they're already fucked up enough as it is, but. I mean, if they haven't gone to Kranya, then it's only going to be... I mean, if they haven't gone to Monica, it's only going to be a matter of time. Now, for those that are in the dark, I do not know if whether that could be the true enemy in the end, because, you know, Blue Lions, they got pushed aside. Golden Deer, like, they... Golden Deer and Cinder Flowers, they were taken out. Like, a bit more focused on them being taken out. But, yeah. Don't know if they're going to be the true enemy all the way in the end, or they're going to be teaming up with Byleth and Gerald after giving them an offer they can't refuse midway through the game. How? What would that do to affect them? No idea. Maybe give 
maybe it'll affect them and give them like some weird aura around them where they got more magical powers than before. Well, we'll see about that because in the first trailer, there was a scene where Shez did break um Byleth's sword, and that could probably you know not leave an opening, but maybe leave a chance where those that are in the dark protect Byleth and then say, like, hey, we can help you get stronger if you want, if you let us do this kind of thing. And who knows, maybe they t- um, they leave Byleth alone for a while. All of a sudden, Byleth makes a, a reappearance, but reappearance? reappearance? No. Makes his, uh, makes his return, and his hair has changed because of all the testing, and now he has, like, more crest inside him. Who knows? Who knows? It's crazy. Oh, speaking of more than one crest there is more than one god in this game now and i'm not talking about now i'm not talking about sodas who was inside on um, byleth there is shez who has their own god in their head who resurrected them after their loss to byleth their powers are uncertain other than supposed resurrection maybe reversing time as well who knows who knows because well they didn't really show them i think just only for a quick moment and even then the main the main look we're only gonna get right now is just a just a still image from the website or uh, whatever we got uh, seeing them. We just know Twitter is just like helping out with that. But yeah, don't know the full extent of their powers yet. And who knows? Maybe they could show the future to Shez or alternate possibilities in the future that Shez can make happen. Maybe it helps out during battles or it's kind of like, hey, if we go right now to this area, maybe we can help um, gain more territory to defeat these enemies of ours. So, yeah, it's just um, just more speculation at this point. <laughs> I'm not going to try and make, like, a fucking 45 to one hour um, episode out of three minutes of trailers. That's just, like, that's a YouTuber kind of thing to do. That's so unnecessary. But moving on, what I think could possibly happen for the story. Number one, Byleth will die alongside their father at the end of the game after defeating um, those that are in the dark. So what I'm thinking is those that are in the dark is kind of like the mid-game boss. And then when it comes to Byleth and Gerald, those will be the final bosses, if, but like transformed in a different way. And who knows, maybe Nemesis will be teaming up with them because, you know, for other reasons. But after defeating um, Byleth, maybe that's when Soldis comes out in her dragon form as well because, you know, it's not a Fire Emblem game unless you got a dragon boss, but honestly, it, I guess for the supposed, uh, maybe for classic Fire Emblem fans, they would be pretty happy just to be finding another dragon. So there's that. There's that one possible ending that I'm thinking of how this whole story could turn out. Second possibility, Byleth and Gerald die midway in the game, so they're just more like the mid-game boss. While those who slither in the dark are the final bosses, once again, and at least, I mean, once again, if you if you consider Golden Deer your, you know, canon route. But yeah, they're, those that are dark are the final bosses, and they bring a nemesis to fight with them, but this time just without, you know, uh, teaming up with Byleth and Gerald. And last but not least is my third possibility of what could, uh, what could happen for this story. Is Byleth and Gerald joins your party midway through, but a little... A couple more chapters afterwards, maybe Monica kind of got pissed off about that, saying like, "No, no, like we're supposed to be fighting against the enemy. We're not supposed to be like helping them out, or like we're not supposed to be understanding." And then she betrays us, and after betraying us, that's when she becomes Kranya. Because 
you know, I mean, maybe it's an alternate timeline, but it doesn't mean everything doesn't have to always turn out differently that much. And after she does so, we finally do some more battles, and we defeat we defeat her and those who slit her in the dark in the end. But it can't be a happy ending. I mean, it can't be fully happy. I mean, it's Fire Emblem. It's a messed up series. I mean, it's a great series, but it's a messed up series, like what how dark some themes can be. The someone makes a sacrifice in the end. Who knows? Maybe Violet or Gerald once again has to lose his life. But hey, uh, maybe the students, one of the students, kind of make a sacrifice, or even one of the leaders. If it was one of the leaders, I would have to say that hmm, it would either, either have to be between Dimitri or Elagard. I mean, I'm sorry. I know Claude is a cool. I mean, personally for me, I think. Claude is like a pretty cool character, but it's, I know that Dimitri or Elgard would have a lot more, a lot more personal stake and doing a whole sacrifice kind of thing. I mean, for Dimitri, it would make sense because like it's sort of started with him getting, uh, getting his family uh, attacked, um, in Dusker, Dusker, yeah, Dusker, and well, it could end with him like finally defeating those who live in the dark who created that whole tragedy. And just to like gain some closure, like even if it means like having to lose his life to do so. Or Elgar, like after all that happened to her, she defeats um she helps defeat Ghost of Slither in the Dark, but the only way for maybe in the base, uh Shamhala, the base is all of a sudden like crumbling down, but the enemy is the, um some kind of enemy uh, is still alive and wants to stop the party from leaving, but she makes a sacrifice to keep on battling whichever enemy is, you know, trying to stop us while everyone runs away. And in the end, she sacrifice pretty much like loses her life, of course, while the enemy does as well. And everyone still lives, but just continue, um, continue to honor her in whatever way. So I'm thinking one of those two options, one of those, one of those. And I can't say a golden route because honestly, It'd be kind of getting a bit ridiculous because for Cinder, no, not Cinder. Well, at least you know, for the Ash and Wolves and their DLC, at least that it looked like more like a more golden route ish kind of alternate timeline where everyone's like, oh man, after this crazy ass battle with this dude that's been simping over Byleth's mom for such a long time, even when they're dead. We, we should really just, like, you know, smarten up and try to work together instead of trying to go behind each other's backs. I don't know. But then again, it's, that was, like, a DLC that was not too much of an alternate timeline kind of thing. Well, sort of alternate timeline, but nothing, like, really in-depth as much. So, yeah, those are my, those are my three alternate paths that I didn't possibly go down. And... Now, for maps, I hope to see get revisited in Warrior's form. And I'm just saying this just because I always find it cool, like, how there are some maps recreated for certain things and and Warriors. But I think it's more like the history maps, but eh, they're just kind of limited in their own way. So now with Fire Emblem 3 Hopes, I'm hoping Warrior style will do some areas, like, a bit more justice or, I don't know, just show off some cool new details. Now the first one is a pretty easy one because it's Sham, it's Shamhala, and it's pretty easy to say this choice because it would be so weird just to see a futuristic base 
with those fuckers, like, you know, just roaming about with their, you know, it's, it's just interesting to see people with swords and bows and such, like, and uh, like normal kind of magic going up against each other while they're in this base that's like all freaking Tron futuristic style kind of thing. And that, that's, that'd be pretty crazy, especially for a Fire Emblem game. Even more crazy than like how its first appearance was in three, three houses because, well, it's like a bit more toned down. At least toned down a bit. Now, number two of a place that another map that I would like to see get revisited is Grander Field. So damn obvious why. I mean, think of it this way. It's the big battle where Golden Deer, Blue Lions, Black Eagles went up against each other, and that was a crazy as battle to like just take part in and just to see play out this time in warrior style where you choose like oh which how which warrior um no not which warriors well technically yeah which people which students or whatever which people you're gonna go up against first before you go after the next one or if there's gonna be maps set up more properly this time on the map where it's not just like oh this is one set area is gonna have just the uh what's it called just uh just to have the fire traps like it could be anywhere and it'd be interesting to be seeing the capturing the bow the ballista yeah the ballista on the center of the map because and fire warriors if you were to capture like two certain types of types of fortresses where they have um ballistas firing off then yeah it'll you'll capture that and then all of a sudden you can have uh ballistas just be on your side where they're firing off against the enemy and picking them off one by one so that's pretty cool. It'd be cool to see that uh, work in this in this kind of game style, at least. Number three is Feldman's map, and no, what can I say? It's it's a pretty dicey kind of map. You got like a lot of open areas, but I mean, open where you're the only way you could be traveling around mainly is through bridges, unless you got a bunch of flyers on your side. So I think this could be really interesting, where you. Either you're really fucked if you don't use your flyers, or you got the big advantages of using your flyers around the area. But then again, it's warriors, so I'm not sure it'll be too restrictive on how how um advantaged flyers can be when they're like flying around the map. Because I'm because and at least fire and warriors, the base one, you can you can fly around like over you know trenches and stuff, but only if like those trenches like were set paths in the first place. So. Yeah, that's why I'm just thinking maybe they're not going to go too crazy with how advantaged some certain, I mean, some flyers could be. But hey, I mean, they could go really crazy with how e um, how easily flyers can be, uh, flyers can tra traverse around on certain maps. And the last but not least is the Red Canyon. And why I would say the Red Canyon is because this is where we kind of like, it's pretty much a significant place to solve this because it's where she was murdered by Nemesis before he did some fucked up shit like taking out her bones. <coughs> oh boy. That's why it's a quick, quick recording. <laughs> but takes her bones and made them into weapons for his army. And it would be pretty crazy if this um, the final battle took place on this map where it's some crazy big battle where sold this is just like seeing, I guess, like a lot of significance going on in this area where she lost her life. And now it's a lot of lives are being lost again in in this map. 
and who knows, maybe she makes an appearance herself, like her actual appearance, where like no longer needs Byleth to, you know, be around. So, yeah, Red Canyon. I hope it could have some uh, some significance again, at least battle wise. Hopefully, hopefully. If not, then that's a wasted opportunity. Okay, we did characters. Uh, I can use characters, new looks, some, some, some theories on what could possibly happen for the story. We have explaining at least some a new character. We have well possibilities for maps, and I don't know. I guess, but last but not least, is me. Like, I mean, last but not least is just the music. And what I want to say is. If they bring back Nemesis, which I really do hope they do, his his song's gonna fucking slap. If they decide to make it like a met, uh, rock or metal version of God Shattering Star, because holy shit, imagine that's playing while you're going up against his army of his army of like uh, his minions of while he and his twelve lieutenants, twelve motherfuckers, because they're they were pretty tough themselves. To go up against you like that would be pretty crazy and so so damn awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, or between heaven and earth, like obviously that that one's gonna be amazing too. Just like be retouched on because seeing uh seeing how Fire Animal Warriors like use songs like yeah use uh, boss songs and then like uh, remade them into like one big song that turned to be a crazy orchestra like that was badass as hell. And if you haven't played Fire Emblem Warriors, the base one at least, you should really check it out. Look, if you guys are waiting for a sale or you got you kind of sale, but you're like still wondering you should get the DLC with it while on sale too, just get the fucking game. Like don't don't hesitate. Don't don't hesitate from playing on a playing a pretty damn fun game. I don't know why people hate it so much. I I loved it. I think it's pretty fun. I mean the grinding is not too bad because well I'm having fun kicking a lot of ass while also making my heroes stronger. Unfortunately, can't play any villains because, well, that would be too much fun. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, play. If you kind of like want to get an idea on like how Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Warriors 3 Hopes could be, then play the first Fire Emblem Warriors. It's pretty cool. You can introduce to some characters from the, um, from the past games, well, the past entries in the series. You just, and... That's just fun overall. Just just play the game. <laughs> and last notes for Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. <sighs> I'm just so excited that this game is coming out. I really am. I'm glad that it actually is like you know, coming this year already. I'm glad they they announced it like so so when it's already close by. You you may not think like, oh, I don't know, that's like still a bunch of months. Trust me, this, this is very close. It's not that far anymore. It is very close. I'm very sad that there's, there's no limited edition or special edition or whatever coming to North America. I mean, it's kind of like typical of Nintendo, but still, I'm pretty fucking sad that we actually aren't getting anything. But hey, that's what Etsy is for or whatever fan-made stores are there that you can just get, you know, custom Fire Emblem stuff. So, yeah, I'm glad the game's coming. I really hope there's not gonna be no, no delay announced. So I'm like, oh yeah, like the month before. Sorry, everybody. We we just need like a bit more time. Like no, just just release it. Just, I mean, it, it looks done. It looks very done. At least I'm hoping it is. So there we go with that. 
I'm looking forward to like, well, I'm looking forward to maining. Who, who, who would I want to main? I know I would like to main Gerald's Byleth because I mean there has to be an instance where you could play as Byleth. So I know there has to be at least one instance because if this is the second Warriors game, I know they gotta like at least fix up their lost opportunity to uh, play as the villain. So hey, that would be a pretty interesting villain to play as this time. And the third, I'm just trying to list two more mains. I'm just thinking, who would the two other ones be? Well, obvious one is Marianne, because, like, she was, like, one of my favorite characters, like, fucking favorite magic girl. And the fourth one, it's pretty hard. Like, there, I just love so many of the damn students from this game. I'm from three houses, so now like we're going to be having them revisit. It's... No, fuck it. I'll, I'll just say uh, I'm gonna say Felix because he's he's a pretty cool swords dude. But if there's a way to like make him into a lance dude, then that'd be pretty interesting. Just because I love changing up, uh, changing up some play styles for certain characters. So if he was to be like a lancer this time, then that'd be pretty awesome. And yeah, that'll do it for this very quick episode because again i don't want to do this i don't like doing that whole thing where oh you gotta like we gotta make this whole three minute trailer thing turn into like a three hour episode thing like that that's just not my style like i not at least not anymore at least i don't think we've done that before but yeah don't want to do that don't want to take up any more of people's time especially when it just could just turn into a bunch of rambling that gets that doesn't get this episode anywhere whatsoever. It doesn't, and it takes away from your guys' time to like do stuff, you know, in your lives. So, yeah, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, hope you guys enjoy listening to this. So, just hearing me just talk about what I look forward to for Final Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. God damn, what a freaking long ass title! <laughs> Final uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Two. I'll just call it that right now. Um, just, um, I don't know, add us on Twitter or whatever and tell us what you're excited about. If, if you don't, then it's same old, same old, not like I, I don't mind, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we might get another episode out and maybe, and this time, maybe talk about the new heroes that showed up on Fire Emblem Heroes. Who knows? Who knows? I'm, we made, I made a poll saying we'll do something like that if you were interested and yeah, you guys voted for that one mainly. So. We'll do that eventually. But yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a happy Easter and have a good day, night. Have a good week. See you all. Or speak to you all. Bye. <laughs>